Hey, I'm Kylie Kelly, and I'm obsessed with all things business and motherhood and helping you navigate the messy and magical seasons of both. I'm a boy mama that grew a successful photo biz before hanging up my straps in 2020 to pivot. Yes, we're allowed to do that. Now I help other CEO mums just like you grow an audience of raving fans fast. But this podcast is way more than that. Think of it as your coffee date or happy hour with your girlfriends as we talk real life. Money, challenges, growth, frustrations, marketing, the messy middle, it's all welcome here. So get comfy and join us. Welcome to This Mama Means Business. I'm so glad you're here. Hello, welcome back to another episode of This Mama Means Business. I'm so excited to be here with you today. Now, you might know this, but normally my podcast guests come through mutual connections or my own networking visibility efforts. I don't just invite anyone on here. It's a pretty sacred space for me. But when Michelle reached out and wanted to share her story and the power of storytelling with you, trust me when I tell you I couldn't say yes fast enough. I want to read a little excerpt from her story here as we talk about it in the episode, but not in the greatest detail. We dive straight into making it relevant for you and how you can tell better stories in your business. Her story reads, at age 11, I was permanently disabled in a car accident that froze my growth at four feet, four inches tall and left me needing crutches to walk. By my own admission, I wasn't just physically small. I used to live my life emotionally small. The hardest part of living with a visible disability is the shame and unworthiness I used to carry in my heart and my mind. So I embarked on what began as just a physical fitness journey and evolved into a life transformational journey when I decided to join my gym mates in their quest to climb Machu Picchu in Peru. I hiked up the 26 miles of ascending trail, 8 to 10 hours a day. I had to bandage my wrists so that they wouldn't break as they took a load of my body weight with every step on my crutches. I ultimately ascended the peak, crawling on my hands and knees at the end to the cheers of those in my party who had been strangers at the outset of the journey. When I came home, I was changed forever. The voices of shame and doubt about my body were gone. I was free to live life fearlessly and to help others do the same, to guide them along their own journey to becoming fearless and limitless, to having the courage to say yes to their own Machu Picchus, those challenges that too often intimidate them into inaction. I just wanted to share that with you so you can realize how powerful this episode is. And even if you don't think that you have anything special to share with the world, Michelle will change your mind. Please join me in welcoming her to the podcast. Hello, everyone. I am so excited to introduce my guest today, Michelle Quay, and she's going to be sharing all about storytelling. So, Michelle, welcome to the podcast. I'm so glad you're here. And thank you so much for having me. It's really exciting. I, I listened to a couple of your episodes and it's like really amazing. I'm glad to be here. Thank you. Thank you. So let's jump right in. Can you share with our listeners a little bit about yourself, your story, and, and I guess how you got to be where you are today? Absolutely. Um, I started out as a life and mindset coach five years ago. And how I got inspired to start out my business, actually go way back, going through a personal journey of how I overcome a struggle, a physical challenge that I was having as a result of a car accident when I was 11 years old. And from that car accident, I basically spent four years of my life in my childhood going in and out of hospital, going back and forth in surgery. And so I have multiple scars on my leg. And going through my adulthood, you know, I realized there was a lot of 
judgment, not just uh, about myself, but also every time I go out, you know, people are always turning and looking at me. So um, just to give the audience a little visual, I'm four feet, four inches tall, and I walk with crutches. So as you can imagine, every time I go out, people, there's no way that they don't turn their heads and then thinking, well, what's wrong with you? And I actually had a woman who ran across the street and tap on my shoulder and, and look at me into my eyes and say, what's wrong with you? And so there was a lot of self-judgment and mindset work that I was going through. And going through that 30 years of self-development and self-discovery, I came to a point realizing that that was not the life I wanted to live. And so I woke up, I had this wake up moment when I got to my 40. And I said, you know what, no more, I'm going to change a different life. And it may sound um, like the story plot for a lot of listeners who's going through that journey, we all gone through something. And that inspired me to look into coaching. And finally, when I got certified, I decided to start my own business. And the rest is pretty much history. But now I'm working more towards visibility and marketing, because having gone through that journey made me realize, oh, there's something else about me that I didn't realize when I got into coaching business. So now I'm working primarily with uh, female entrepreneurs and coaches to help them to use the power of stories, storytelling so that they can bring their business out into the world because a lot of them have stories to tell. And so that's who I am and that's where I'm at now. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for being um, yeah, so transparent with your story. And I know you share it online a lot. And I think that it's just such a powerful representation of one, the human spirit, right? But also what we go through that can be challenging, but then what can come out of it? What can actually be birthed out of this really challenging time? And I can't even imagine being a child when that happened must have added layers of complexity to it right when you're trying to form your own identity but for any of our listeners that are tuning in and being like well nothing dramatic has happened nothing that super challenging how do we find our own story how do we actually pull that out of ourselves to then benefit ourselves and our business and our future what do you think i think what's funny is you know a lot of us even though we have gone through that personal development side of this, that, that past journey, we come to an entrepreneurship and we still are going to evolve. And all these stuff that you just talked about is really about the mindset of what we're talking ourselves out of, right? So I actually had a client and then she was telling exactly the same thing. I don't have anything dramatic. I don't have anything specific. I always have to uh, laugh, you know, not, not like at them, but with them is that it, you didn't just wake up one day and they say, well, you know what? Today looks like a beautiful day outside. I'm going to become a coach, <laughs> right? I mean, when we look back, there's always something, a small incremental steps or signals that prompted us to say, hey, maybe this is something that you ought to do. These are small whispers or callings that we, we listen to all the time. Sometimes we just decide to ignore. And so what I would respond to that is you really want to look at a, an accumulation of all your life experiences at different stages of time. One may say, well, I've been doing this nine to five job, and but I go from one position to another position. Nothing really holds me down. Nothing really ties me down. And I feel like, you know, it, I just get bored very easily. So one of my clients, actually, I told her, well, why don't you be a boredom coach? Like you coach people out of the boredom, whether they they like a nine to five job or maybe they they want to leave their nine to five job. You coach them so that they can feel grounded, they can feel purposeful, they can feel fulfilled. That I'm happy where no matter where I'm at. 
and people need to be feel happy and content. So you, it's not true that you don't have a story to tell. Is only the fact that you haven't really looked at the accumulation of all your life experiences to pick out what really the lessons that you have learned along that way. And what she had learned was, you know, I feel bored after doing the things repeatedly on a routine basis. And there's a lot of people who feel bored about what they do, and they're trying to de- define a purpose. They're trying to find answers. And that's exactly where you stepped in. I love that you use such an average example, right? Like something that we've probably all felt, but never really thought of that as a story or that is something that was special about us. And I think so often as well, we, we go through life and we don't think that our magic is magic or we don't think that our story is worth telling or we almost minimize our experience, right? But then when you start to share it, it's happened to me before where I've shared like a little snippet in an email or just something that's happened randomly and people reply and be like, oh my gosh, that happened to me too. And what? did you do there? And I'm like, oh, people actually are interested in these little mundane things and stories. So I love that you shared that. I think it doesn't have to be this, yeah, this big dramatic movie moment, right? And most people don't have those big dramatic moments. Like they don't go out and something major happened. Like today, I I remember seeing your uh, Instagram post today, you had a list of like your routine today, it's going to be a busy day. And I can totally relate to that, right? Because I have a busy day, I haven't gone out since you know, I woke up this morning. So there's nothing significant that I can talk about, but that's not entirely true. I have multiple conversations with people today on Zoom. So there's little tiny stories that happen in our life. And we don't believe for some reason, we don't believe that's going to change someone else's life. But the reality is no matter how small, how insignificant your story is, someone needs to hear it. And by you telling yourself or talking yourself out of not sharing, you're actually doing your audience a disservice by not not telling it because someone needs to hear. Yes, yes. Oh, we should get that printed on a t-shirt. I like that. Michelle, what would you say to somebody that's not used to storytelling, that hasn't really told many stories or doesn't really know where to start? Do you have a process or a recommendation for them on where to begin to tell their story? Yeah, one of the uh, easiest, easiest way I can I can explain this and, and think about it is that, you, you know, in the industry, uh, in the fitness industry, we see a lot of like the before and the after picture, like post all the time. There's fitness coach, they post the before picture of their client, the after picture of their client. And that's a perfect visual way of telling your story, right? You're giving a contrast. What was it before the life before that looks like and the life after they gone through the work with you. And so you want to think about structuring your story that kind of like the same way. Okay, what was it uh, going on? What was the life like before you became a coach or before you became an entrepreneur? And what is your life uh, now? And what have made the change? What are you trying to teach? Like come up with one or two tips that you would like to offer so that people can go from the before to the after. And that would be an ad- great educational piece that you can send it out, post it on your social media or send it out to your email list. So that's the simplest way and, and formula that you can adapt to tell your story. What was my life before when I came to coaching world? What is my life now after I experienced coaching? And what have I learned here? What is the lesson I have learned? Now, if you're struggling with the same thing, here's what I want you to do. And then you can share your resource, take them to a podcast, take take them to a blog post, take them to a lead magnet. So that's typically how the structure of storytelling framework works. It's a before, you wake up to answer a calling, and then what had happened on that journey 
what are some of the big aha moments that you can highlight? And that would just be in one sentence or a quote. Then you end it with the after the transformation that you experience. And then finally end it with a call to action. So that's kind of like your roadmap in the in the easiest in what two minutes. I love that. So you can use that for any story that we have. How do we figure out which story actually connects to our business? Obviously, we all have like a founder story, right? A reason why we became a coach or we became a an online business owner, or we have that founder story. But then when we've told that, what do we do next? Like what what other stories should we tell? So my approach is it's all value-based. Like your business should be a value-based business. And each and every single one of us, we have different set of values, boundaries, and things and lessons that we have learned in our life that creates and, and builds and shape you for who you are. So basically, I would suggest if you if you have too many stories, and that's often the biggest problem, it's not that you don't have any story, it's that you have too many stories. So what I encourage people to do is to sit down and think about what are the values, the big values that you have in life. So for, for example, for me, it comes down to three biggest value, being real, or being the, uh, the big, I'm going to use the big word authentic, we use authentic all the time, but essentially, it's just being real, right? You show up, and however you look, that's how you, that's how you are. And so being real is one of my big value. The second value is courage or being brave or choosing bravery. The third value that I have in my business is I want to create connection, bringing bridges, con- uh, connecting, communicating with others, building that relationship. So those are my top three values. So if I were to summarize them in one word, it would be authentic, bravery, and connection. Now, once I have identified those three values, what what I want to do is to go back and look at I have so many stories in my life that had happened. What are some of the major pieces that I can pick out that would reflect the lesson that I have learned in regards to being authentic? When was I not being authentic? When would I be authentic? How did I learn that? So that being put into one bucket, that's all in the authenticity bucket. Then I come come down to look at what would be a bucket for my bravery stories? What are some of the stories that I can share that would go into being encouraged, having the fearlessness to do what I'm afraid of? And that goes into the same bucket. Then I would go to the third bucket, which is a connection or building bridges and building relationship. What are some of the stories that I can share in that bucket? So I categorize all my stories and life experiences in these three buckets. And I, any given time, when I take out a story piece from the authenticity bucket, I know that it still comes back to me as a representation of what my business is about. And this way you have like categories of different uh, social media content. You can share, can create a lot of uh, blog posts, videos that focus specifically on a value or on the lessons that you have learned in life. And essentially, all storytelling leads to is the lessons that you have learned in life. And so your core values or your values in life is the easiest way that you can map this out on a on a really high level, big picture, mind mapping scale so that you have that clarity of how to create your content moving forward. Mm, so good. That makes it so simple. And as you were talking, I obviously stalked you online before we got on this call and I've been all over your social media and your website and things. And so I was like, I can now see which stories came from which of your buckets. So uh, really cool. And then I guess as well, 
when we have these buckets, these categories, we have the stories from our life that fall into each one. We can then just repurpose them and almost tell them over and over again because you could always put a little different spin on it or be telling it in a different format, video versus audio versus, you know, written word. Do you do that a lot? Do you repurpose a lot of those stories and sort of tell them multiple times? I do. There's no way, you know, and as entrepreneur, there's no way that you don't repurpose. And if you're not repurposing, then we need to talk. <laughs> Because nobody, nobody has that much time to create this much amount of uh, content, right? And I think there's something, there's a data that was published, I believe it was uh, two years ago. They took a survey, I think it was from ConvertKit, and they took a survey of looking at all these uh, different content that's being created in the world, in the in the whole entire world. And they found that there's 70% of the content that's created are by coaches, entrepreneurs, course creators, because we're always out there and creating content. Like right now we're recording a podcast that's content. So I repurpose it all the time. <laughs> yes. I love that. All about working smarter and not harder, right? I think that that is brilliant. And as you know, most of our listeners are moms that are building their business while they raise their kids. So yeah, you're right. We don't have all the time in the world to make unique stuff all the time. So I love that. What would you say to the listener that is still feeling a little bit of imposter syndrome, that is still unsure about putting themselves out there? I know you speak to visibility a lot as well. How would you encourage them? What would you say to them to help them overcome that? I would say the biggest thing is really understanding your why. Why is this even important to you? Why do you want to have a business, right? And chances are when you answer that question, it really comes down to, because I believe there is a bigger picture for everybody. I believe, you know, that the world can be a much beautiful place. I want my kids to grow up in an environment where we love each other, we see each other. So it's that bigger picture that we're all striving for. And when you take your me, that little me out of the picture of doing things what you do, then you no longer feel that I'm doing this because I wanted it. You're doing this because somebody out there needs to hear about this. So you're not doing this for yourself. And you almost have that social responsibility to step out of your comfort zone and to stand up, raise your voice, have a seat on the table so that you can create more impact. So you can actually make a difference because what you bring to the table is really going to change the world on the larger scale. So, you know, I would encourage you to not think about yourself. Yes, you having a business is important, but the bigger picture is how you're going to impact and change the world and have your kids grow up in an environment that we have this harmonious state that I see you and you see me in yourself. So I always encourage people to think outside the box and think bigger picture. It's not about you. It's about the people that you're serving. 100% agree with that. I think it's almost a disservice if we shrink back, if we hide ourselves away and hide our magic and what we can do and offer the world. We're almost doing a disservice to the world if we don't exactly what you said, stand up and, and let ourselves shine and, and sit at the table and speak our truth. So thank you. That was absolutely brilliant. Um, I would like to ask one final question with the way that you've introduced storytelling into your brand and business and, and how you, I guess you've pivoted your life, as you said, when, when you turned 40 and had that sort of moment, have you seen a massive um, notice in how that has changed your visibility, how the momentum that that's brought sharing your story more freely? Has that really um, changed the trajectory of your business, do you think? It it has changed dramatically. Not only do I feel more fulfilled, my business has also grown and scaled at a rate that I 
would never had Im ever imagined. And and I think it really comes down to even if there's just one person in the audience, and we will all start from somewhere new, right? So it could be just that one person. But if you love that person so hard, give all you have to that person and serve that person, that person is going to become two. And the next person is going to become three and four. It just quadruple and double. And it's you're creating that ripple effect because that person is going to go out and make a change in someone else's life. So we're creating not just one single drop of rock in the water, you're actually creating a huge ripple and you're creating a wave, you're making waves. And so it definitely had changed the way I look at business. And it also has changed the way that a lot of my students on um, how they are going out there and expressing themselves because you create this ripple, ripple effect. Yeah, wonderful. Okay, so for anyone listening, that's like, yes, I want more of Michelle, I want to be a student, I want to figure all this out, where can we send them to find out more? Let's send them to my website. It's at elevatelifecoaching.org. And there's gifts, on, of, of course, on my website, and they can download a profitable messaging formula that we talked about earlier, the before and the after picture. Perfect. And I put all the links in the show notes, but thank you so much for coming on. It was such a joy to speak to you and you just shed so much value. And I can't wait to introduce so much of that into my own messaging business and life. Thank you so much for having me. This is fun. Every single week, I do my best to bring you two episodes that are going to really add value to your life, whether they speak to your motherhood journey or your business one. I pour my heart and soul into this podcast, recording and editing them all myself. So there is a really simple way you could return the favor. If you will leave me a review, head on over to Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts and let me know how I'm doing. Leave me a few words that let me know what content you like best or what you might like to hear in the future. I create this for you, so I would appreciate that so very much. For the show notes and links from today, please head over to my website, kyliekelly.com slash podcast. I cannot wait to bring you more value and more juicy content to your earbuds soon. But for now, I hope you continue to have an incredible day and know that mama, you've totally got this shit. Okay. Bye for now.